Live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts, and the Gurkha Cigar Studio in beautiful British Columbia, welcome to the Smoke and Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Mitchell Santaga. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Smoke and Tobacco Show. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokeandTobacco.com. Um, this is take two. Uh, we lost our original feed uh, due to a technical issue, but we're fixed and we should not lose it again. Um, so let's do the, let's try this again. Um, as I started us off before saying, we are a transition in progress here. So you'll notice that my appearance is different. I'm not in my normal studio. Uh, you'll also notice that there's a Gar there's a Gurkha cigar studio, um, but it doesn't appear to be Mitchell Santaga. Um, it's beautiful Kevin Acuff yeah, from Las Vegas, Nevada. Fantastic Las Vegas. It's fabulous, Kevin. It's fabulous. Fabulous Las Vegas. It's fabulous. Come on. You should know this. Who's up there? Um, but uh, yeah, so so Kevin has replaced Mitchell, um, formerly a British, beautiful British Columbia, now fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. I am no longer broadcasting from um, Boston, Massachusetts. I now broadcast in the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios, even though it's not here because it, it's a long story. I'm still getting my new studio built. It's almost done, but it wasn't done in time for this week. I apologize. But I now broadcast. From the great state of New Hampshire. That's right. 603, the Granite State. Live free or die. That's where I am now. Um, goodbye, Massachusetts. Um, adios. Uh, keep your taxes. Um, but yeah, so that's what's going on with us. So yeah, things are a little different here right now. But uh, it's all for, it's all for the better. Um, things are, are just in the process. But it'll be all ironed out in the next couple of weeks. But thank God... Um, I am. I did make it last week. I did not. Those of you guys who saw last week's show, uh, Mitchell held down the fort with John McTavish of Developing Palettes. They had their Cuban Cigar Show. The Canadians took over. It was a great show. I got to give those guys a huge shout out and a lot of credit because they did a really great job. Uh, that was an awesome show. Um, so just huge props, huge props to those guys. Um, and I lost Kevin. I don't know why. I, I keep losing Kevin. So. Uh, I'm going to bring my guest in here with me tonight, and that's going to be Mr. Terrence Riley of Agonors Leaf, um, who's been on this show before, and uh, I'm happy to say that he's here with us again. So, Terrence, welcome back to the show. Ah, oh, thank you for having me. Um, you know, you Terrence, I, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, okay, just making sure. Oh, okay. I got nervous. Um, no, I can hear you loud and clear. You look fabulous. You look great. Um, you got what looks to be like an old school baseball Aganor Salif jacket. I, I got to give you a lot of respect yep. for that because that is pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. She's a beaut, Clark, as I like to say. She's a beaut. She's a beaut. It almost kind of reminds me of like the jackets from like the 90s, late 90s, especially like the Red Sox ones. You remember the yeah. Red Sox ones? Those are nice. Yeah, that's so, so. So that's what I was thinking of when I when I got it was those old school Red Sox ones. But somebody was like, "Oh, it looks like a Nationals one," which it kind of does, I guess now. Yeah, it does. But I did think of Red Sox <laughs> first, just to be fair. Good. Um, that makes me feel better. <laughs> like the Pedro days, you know, like the early Pedro days. That's what yeah, I yeah. Thought. That's that was the, you know, my favorite period of, of of the Red Sox. So I was uh, I was going for that. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know how many people know this, but you're a you're a Boston fan, um, and if you follow yeah, Terrence, you probably I, know that. But yeah, I grew I grew up in Mass. It's been a long. I haven't been there in twenty years, but I, I grew up there. You haven't been to Mass in twenty years, not even. Past well, I haven't through. lived there in twenty years. Ah, okay. I was gonna say, how, how do you avoid that? Um, and Chuck Chuck's with us. Miss you in Massachusetts. Um, you know, I, I still I still work in Massachusetts, so I, I I do my I do my time there. But I I I served my sentence. I was there for thirty years, and I decided uh, to to move north of the border. Uh, I jumped the border, I should say, um, and uh, it's it's been fun ever since. But you know what? On the flip side, I'm also much much closer to all my friends in the cigar business up here in New Hampshire, uh, which is awesome too. I'm within 10 15 minutes from all the, the major shops so it's it's pretty pretty awesome um yeah terrence it, it's great to have you back on the show you know what what could we what can we talk about with you terrence what can we talk about can we talk about this, this uh, is your show you tell me well you know i was gonna say you know 
what do we talk about? Do we talk about the new Supreme Leaf? Do we talk about cheesesteaks? Do we talk about what goes on in the airport? Like, there's so many things that I could bring up with you. Um, I don't even know where to begin. It's um, your show, my friend. You <laughs> I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Uh, first and foremost, let's talk about what we're smoking, and that's always going to be brought to us by our friends at Two Guys Smoke Shop. That's right. That's the number two guys cigars .com. That's how you can get them if you don't live around here in New Hampshire like I do. Um, you can go to number two guys cigars .com. You'll find an amazing selection of cigars and cigar accessories from the industry only at the number two guys cigars .com. Uh, I'm not smoking because my new office is not a smoking office. Um, so I'm here, but I'm not smoking. Terrence, you are a guest. I'll let you tell us what you're smoking, and then, Kevin, I'll let you uh, close us out on this. So I've got the Supreme Leaf uh, Perfecto. Now, this is the last size that uh, was re released. Actually, it was just released, and uh, I happened to have one on me, and I thought it would be an appropriate evening to, to, to smoke it. I had to just take the band off. Um, I, I smoke rather fast. Um, but there you go right there. Supreme Leaf Perfecto. She's a beaut, Clark. She's a beaut. Nice. Yeah, I will point a... out it must be pretty chilly in South Florida because Terrence is actually wearing a jacket. That's true. I was, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't connect the dots. Well, it's on it's that. in, the, it's in, the, it's in the fifties actually. Yeah, it's, really? a, it's in the, it's in the, it's, it's been getting into the fifties at night. So it, it's, chill. I've been down here, God, almost twenty years now, and uh, you know, fifties degrees. You know, I'll wear a jacket once in a while. That's like Arctic cold for Miami. Yikes! Yeah, for yeah, for here it's cold for sure. <laughs> that's that's chilly. What do you got there, Kevin? I have the uh, the rare leaf Maduro. Ah, great cigar. That's a great. Yes, a great it, is. One. it is a great cigar. She's a beaut, Clark. <laughs> there you go, stealing. And both stealing these cigars actually were uh, uh, they're Agonor Select Partner exclusives. So the rare leaf uh, and the rare leaf Maduro that you're smoking are. Available. You know, we have about 150 retail partners that partake in this program, um, this partnership, and uh, that's the rare leaf is exclusive to those shops. And this particular size, not all size. In fact, never before has there been an exclusive size. But uh, the Perfecto Supreme Leaf um, was an exclusive for uh, for select accounts. So, uh, of which two guys is one, by the way. Right. Well, yes, you can't go wrong. That. I know, right? What are the odds? Um, now, I know that we just heard today about the new release of the Supreme Leaf, and we're going to get to that in a second. But first, Kevin, I'm going to need you to also help me out on this one, too, because I don't know if Terrence has, has them lined up, but I know you do, and that's um, what we're cutting and lighting our cigars with tonight. Once again, as always, from our friends at ST DuPont, with some amazing cutters and lighters, as always, some of the best in the business. That's what we rely on here at Smoking Tobacco. Um, I know you got the Mega Jet over there, that giant flat yeah. flame, fantastic um, for lighting cigars. Their cutters, I mean, razor sharp. They slice through the cigars like nothing. Clean, even, precise cut every time. Only from St. Dupont, the exception. All right, so Terrence, let's get back into the uh, the teasing part of the night. Let's talk about the newest product. Um, Supreme Leaf Rothschild. We um, we heard about this one today. You can read about it at SmokingTobacco.com. It is up there now. Um, but once again, you know, every year you guys release a new size of the Supreme Leaf featuring all of your own tobaccos from your farm down in Nicaragua. Um, if you've been following along with Supreme Leaf, you're already kind of familiar with what it is. But Terrence, I will let you uh, I'll let you give us the romance of Supreme Leaf. Yeah, so Supreme Leaf came out in uh, in, in 2020 originally, and and the, it was it was released kind of a uh, dually with uh, with Pravada cigars, and it was really uh, it kind of came from uh, Brian from Pravada's uh, concept of he's like, man, you guys got a lot of great cigars, uh, and and we've done a, we've done a couple projects with him, and uh, he was like, most of your packaging is very traditional, and it doesn't really you know. Uh, you know, have the kind of pop or vibrant, vibrant colors that, uh, you know, some more recent stuff has. And, and I think if you put a really great blend, which you guys have, um, in, into something that has a little bit more of a, a visual appeal, or at least uh, visually, uh, eye catching, um, I think it'll, it'll do really well. And so it started there and, and, and it's every, 
once to twice a year a size uh comes out it's always a different size sometimes there's sli only slightly different like there's been a toro 6x54 box press there's been a round 6x52 there's been a a box press 50 uh, 5x54 robusto there's been a box press 5x52 robusto um so you know they're not necessarily uh, radically different sizes uh although this last size was the perfecto so that was a um a little bit you know out, out of what we've done previously um and uh, it's it's just been a huge hit for us it, it's it, whenever it comes out it's a great blend it's a uh, really flavorful very corojo dominant and they that we ship them out and they're usually gone within a few days in the store and then six months to a year later we come out with another size and so it all kind of um you know sprang from that idea of having it come out a couple times a year but always having something to look forward to so by changing the size even slightly it gives you know it gives you a little bit different of an experience and i'm sorry terrence you said what year did that first come out again 2020 you know it's it, it debuted at tpe in uh in 2020 like january and then uh it shipped right as the world uh collapsed uh in 2020 in march um mm. and it was just you know again it was just a hit it sold out at tpe and then it really uh uh you know went quickly in retail shops and ever since then uh it's a it's a huge uh it's a huge seller for us it's uh it's a it's a brand that you know has brought a lot of uh, attention to us and and it's been uh it's been a success in about every sense of the word so this is the fourth release then um so this the this is the the perfecto the, the one that we just announced will be number eight um because it's oh, once okay it's once or twice a year oh that's um, so right 2020, twice. 20, yeah. 2020 there was two 20 uh, uh 2021 there was two uh 2022 there was one release and then this past year there's been two and so this and now we're in 2024 so we just announced the eighth size uh okay um sorry i was trying i was trying to follow along and, and keep track with that so you so in the last couple of years you already got eight different iterations out um so there's a wide spectrum of sizes that you have and all the blends are the same more or less um yeah it, it's it, the, the idea is to always have the same blend but but obviously when you you if you box process it instead of uh you know having it be round or or uh you you know you you, you increase the ring gauge by a little bit or a little less all those things you know obviously are gonna have, you know and so you know what you're getting into um but you don't necessarily uh know exactly what it's going to be and so uh and that's kind of to, you know i think what agonor says in general I always say Aganors is kind of like like a whiskey bar. There's all different types of whiskey, but like whiskey doesn't taste like vodka or gin or, or, or rum. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's whiskey. So if you, so if you like whiskey, you're gonna probably you know like you know the new iteration of uh, of Supreme Leaf. If you don't like whiskey, you, you you know none of them are probably gonna be appealing to you. So it's just it's just finding the, the right one that you know for you. And, and you know some guys are like, oh, the first release was the best. And other guys are like, oh, this this Pastoro is the best. I like it round. I don't like it box pressed. Another someone else says it's the Corona Gorda or whatever it is. And it's just part of the fun. You get to see what people like the most, and it's always an exciting part of it to see how people react to the, the different batolas. Now, I'm sure this has been brought up before, um, and I'm not trying to jump the gun on something that maybe you guys have already even thought about, but someday. Maybe an assortment of all the sizes of one pack. I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll we'll, we'll see. I think I think there's you know there's slightly you know uh, a pros and cons. That I think that would be a cool thing to get them to do, do a run of all of them. Um, I think on the downside also though you know you're you're saying that you know you, this is the only opportunity to get this and so you're kind of taking away the onus of saying listen this is going to be not be released again so there's uh there's there's pros and cons i think it would definitely sell i just don't know you know i wonder if that would be a great uh you know uh if it would hurt the brand when we do a release if we yeah i i i could i could uh i i could see both sides of that i i know exactly what you're getting at too i and i think if you were to do it it would be one of those things where it you'd wait a while maybe if if you guys took a break you know you, there's only i mean there's only how many sizes you can make right i mean eventually yeah. you'll kind of get to a point where you'll be like hey there's really no other sizes we want to do this in right and then you yeah. kind of take a break from it and then after a couple of years you're like hey let's let's drop supreme leaf again and we'll do like a like a collector set and yeah kind of sunset I, I think that would be the way to do it me personally i mean i already know that 
John's in the comments and he got excited over that. So I think there's definitely some people who, who want to see that. So, but uh, hey, you know, that's that's just me uh, trying to pull out the, uh, the idea. Hey, the so, challenge of beating the Russian. What, what was that, Kevin? It's not a bad idea. Is, I said the challenge of beating the Russian trying to get them all when they come out is uh, definitely part of the fun. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It chucks a holiday gift pack once a year. I mean, hey, ain't a bad idea. Ain't a bad idea. But, you know, I think there's still plenty of sizes for you guys to experiment with. So if you were to do it, it's not time yet because oh. th there's still more or, for you. Or if there was like a revamped packaging at some point or something like that, you could start, re you know, doing it. Yeah, but there, yeah, I mean, it, I, a sampler would definitely be popular because there's people that very few people have smoked them all. Like there's very few people that have tried it in every size. So it'd be an opportunity even if you you like you know buying the new ones when they come out you you might not have had some of the and they don't they, you know it's a sampler there's only one so it's not like you're getting that many it's a good idea i like it yeah yeah i mean i think i've smoked i think i might have only missed like one but for the most part i've been pretty good about smoking all of them too um kevin yeah. i don't know about you I don't, kevin have you gotten to all of I'm them saying, the only thing that i don't have is the perfecto right now I'm trying to think. So. I think that might be the one that I did miss. Oh wow! So you've had the original, the first run. You had the. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember because I remember when they first came out, um, oh, wow. and I was like, "Ooh!" And I, when I first started smoking too, I mean, Aganorsa was one of my one of my first brands, and that was a brand that I I smoked really? a lot of. And the, yeah, yeah, the Aganorsa was, and I I give a lot of credit to, and not just because they're a sponsor, but. You know, two guys smoke shop. I mean, they're local to me. So, um, you know, as, as much as, you know, they are a part of the show and we love that, but they're, they are my people I go to. So they're right here. So I, when I first started smoking, I, I used to hang out in that shop as, you know, most people who know me know. And um, as Terrence says, you know, Dave and his, his amazing staff he has, I mean, um, are great, you know, with recommendations. And Aganorsa was one of the first brands that was ever you know shown to me as a as a newer smoker and oh, wow. uh, i i held on to that you know for the next several years as a you know a novice amateur you know cigar smoker it's still kind of getting to know things and um it, it, yeah it was one of the og brands for me and it was always one of the brands i loved the most um you know going back to like the casa fernandez days and some of that stuff and you're um, dating yourself I know, I, I, I am, I am, I, <laughs> I am, <laughs> but, uh, but hey, but you know what, they, they've always been great cigars, and it's been a brand that, you know, even before I was in the media, where, you know, I, um, it's a little bit different, you know, it, as, as a regular consumer, it was always a reliable brand for me, it was always at a decent price point, um, anytime I tried something new, I, I for, for the most part, I pretty much always have loved the cigars, um and they've always been great quality they've always been exciting when there's been a new like oh what's new from agonorsa oh they just came out with this and it's like oh wow and it was it's this excitement to the brand um it's always been packed well when you guys did the rebranding a couple years ago um i thought that was really you know important for you guys and, and i think you guys did a great job with it um the way that the, the brand looks now is really fantastic um but yeah it, it, it just getting back to it it's, it's always been a solid brand um and uh, I, I remember when that first came out, and uh, I think I bought a box. I can't remember. I know I, I know I bought it, like a handful of them. I might have had a box of them. Um, Nicole actually might know, but I, I she's not with me. I'll have to ask her later. But yeah, I, I do remember when that first started coming out. I was like, oh shit! And um, that was a great cigar. And not the first one. I was like, oh shit, this is great. And then I was like, I had to pay attention every time they came out um because i you know knew right from the beginning this is fantastic but yeah i think i i think i might have missed a perfecto but for the most part i've i've kept i've kept tabs on them perfecto just just shipped right like right before the holidays so you may even be able to in fact the two guys might have some, i don't know if they've sold, sold out yet but they might have them i'm sure i could track them down somehow <laughs> um i'll have to I'll have you, to you know that. people you know i know people, people. I do. I know some people. Um, I'll, I'll get my hands on it. But you know, no, uh, you know that's exciting. That's new. You know, that's 
obviously we'll see that at TPE. I, I won't be at TPE, but but Kevin will. Um, so I, I, I know he'll he'll probably swing by and see you. But um, talk to us about uh, kind of what I know. You know, earlier in the year, you know, we saw the rare leaf Maduro come out. Um, the rare leaf. The rare leaf line started. I'm sorry, we, we keep losing Kevin, and I, I have to bring him back in. So I, I, I apologize for this. Uh, he's trying to escape. I know. He thinks he's going to get away, but he's not. It's um, like the mafia. You never get out. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. For, you can't blame <laughs> you for trying, right? Oh, man, man, man. Um, now, it looks like, now it looks like I'm connected properly, so. Having, I hope uh, so because this oh, is we're having hard. audio issues before, and then we're having internet issues, and we had more audio issues, and now I think I'm good. Sorry, guys, don't mean to be disruptive. It's okay, it's all right. You're just a disruptive kind of guy. Uh, well, Kevin, yeah. right before we lost you, um, you know, we were starting to talk about rare leaf. Um, you know, the rare leaf Maduro we we, we saw you know this year, um, and there's been a couple of there's been a couple of things you guys did. I remember in 22, um, was it 22 or 21? It might have been 21. I'm sorry, it might have been 20. Was 21 the year that you guys mostly kind of spent a lot of the a lot of the time on the packaging and the rebranding of uh, 22. 22. It was 22. Yeah, and I remember that because like that was it was a big deal because it, it's important to do. But I remember you know product wise it it wasn't. That big of a year, we talked and we talked about it at the trade show. And I remember you know, say, "Hey, we, we, we're focusing on our rebranding and all of this and all of that." But you know, next year, you know, we ha we have some plans, and and we definitely saw that this year. And you know, we saw Rare Leaf Maduro, which um, I know we, we we have out. I know Mitchell reviewed that recently, and I think it got like a ninety or a ninety one. Um, you know, pretty pretty great cigar, pretty well received. Now, um, talk to us a little bit about that cigar. And kind of, you know, where the inspiration, obviously, you know, a, a build off of the original Rare Leaf, which we saw a few years ago as well. Um, you know, now going with the, with the Maduro. And then you also had the, um, the Rayleigh, was it the Rayleigh Fusion that you, was an exclusive, I think, with Smoke In? Was that correct, if I remember correctly? R rare, yeah, Rare Fusion. But oh, the Rare, the rare Fusion. To, uh, smoke In. Yeah. yeah. That was, ex that was exclusive to, uh, that was an edition done. Uh, for Abe, but was that was that based yeah. on the rare leaf blend though? The rare fusion. It it, it was it was a combination of rare and supreme. So we, oh, we took, that's what it was. We, yeah, uh, supreme is Corojo ninety nine dominant, and so we took the the some of the Corojos we use in the and and the the uh, supreme, and then we we combine them with with the the same well with the Creo ninety eight tobaccos from. Uh, from the rare and and it was to kind of and which generally speaking like that doesn't necessarily work it's like ah, oh, i like chocolate i like uh you know lobster let's combine them and see what it tastes like it, it doesn't necessarily work uh that way but in that case it did it came out really well and uh people really loved it and it was it was very successful so that that's how that's rare fusion uh, uh rare leaf maduro um again it, it, it it's in the same concept of uh, the original rare leaf which is that the problem with limited editions and again supreme leaf is an example of, of this is that limited edition you like you have tobaccos that you can't really use you can't concentrate them in the blend if you want to make a lot of them you know if you want them to stand out um you're not gonna be able to make that many cigars um and so the the plus to that of course is you get something like supreme leaf like you get something that only comes out you know, every so often and, and, uh, people rush to get it. Um, uh, but it also creates problems because then, then on the other hand, you have the fact that, um, you know, the guy goes into the store and says, Hey, you know, I, I love that cigar. I'd like another box or, Hey, I heard the cigars here. You have them. Where are they? And they're out and then they can't get more. And so then the customer is, uh, is looking elsewhere, uh, for the cigar. And so that kind of annoys retailers. They're like, yeah, I got guys asking for this and now they're going to my competition to look for it or whatever. Not even that they have it, but it's, you know, it's the person is not getting what they want from their, you know, regular retailer. So that, you know, you can make more, but often when you make more, the problem with that, of course, is that you dilute the blend and then people go, it's not the same and it's not as good. And you kind of lose what's special about it. So that's always the problem kind of with, uh, uh, with limited editions. And so Supreme Leaf is limited by access. It's, it's basically, we like, 
we 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 say okay this is for our agonors and select partners that's only about you know uh, 10 or 15 percent of our entire retail customer base um and we sell it only to them and by doing that now again if somebody orders an absurd amount they're not going to get it all at once but they'll eventually get it and so you have something that is basically a limited edition that some of our accounts can get uh very consistently uh and so th that's kind of the the benefit to it is 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 that if you are one of our select accounts it's a huge benefit to have something that uh is sought after and hard to find but you will pretty much consistently have it yeah and i think that you know we've seen other brands with the <clears throat> with their like Jura states got their their diplomat accounts and, and so on and sure. so forth and, and you guys and you guys kind of have that similar thing and um, I, I like the I like the way that when when companies do that, I just I know kind of to kind of go off topic a little bit, but like it just I was thinking about it as you were talking about it too, and you know I, I like how I like how the manufacturers they, they create these programs with the retailers that you know you know you, I I don't want to put it this way, but the reality is it's kind of I in my opinion I think what, that's what a lot of brands do is it's kind of like rewarding like you know your best customers by giving them you know your more special products um and kind of you know giving giving back to them in a sense for being good customers of yours uh giving them you know those those exclusive things and i think that's great it's it's a great business tactic too but it's also great because you can use that in you know in the smaller quantities you know with these special releases like you said you, you kind of you limit it by access which i i really like the way you you said that um because you know, especially in a world nowadays where everything's so like limited edition. And Kevin, we've we've talked about this on on the Spare Notes show with Coop and Terrence. I'm sure you've talked about it with Coop on his show. Yeah. At length, I, I know you know how he feels about this topic, but it's 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 just the industry has just become just limited releases. It's it's almost like so when things come out now, I, I have to look and say, is this a Coraline product or is this like how many do they make it? Um, because it's just, there's so many limiteds out there and, um, you guys do that, but you do it in a way where it's not just like, here's a, a quick fart that we're throwing out there and we're done with it. Um, it's, this is something special and, you know, certain people are going to get it because, you know, they're great partners of ours. And I, I, I like the way that's done. If that matters, I guess. <laughs> No, thank thank you. You know, we're trying we're trying to you know it's good to we're trying to make people happy. It's again, it's a hard thing. You can't make everybody happy. And, and there's obviously the whole with the limited edition thing. It's it's difficult in the sense that, um, you know, like I said, there's absolutely uh, a, a genuine aspect of of or at least potentially of limited editions. Um, generally speaking, like the manufacturers don't really love limited editions because like people always ask, it's like, well, do you ever have a crop? And the tobacco on it is like special that year or, or is there certain farms that produce really, you know, uh, unique flavor that's distinctive and really stands up and, and, you know, and that's true, but really far, what farmers want is, the, is to grow a very consistent quality crop over and over again. That's exactly the same. They don't really want something that tastes different, even if it's good, because then that kind of throws off the blends that they're trying to keep. So in that sense, the manufacturer doesn't really, you know, it's much easier to sell the same thing over and over and over again without making any changes or altering it in any way. Um, if, if, if you have the supply to, to, to do that. So that's preferable. Uh, limited editions are really driven by the consumer because people come in and especially younger consumers or newer consumers, I should say, not necessarily even younger. They come in and, hey, what's new? And they want to try everything. And that's why, you, I mean, it's, it's, if you look at beer, I mean, a guy would drink his whatever it was, you know, from the day he woke up to the day he died, uh, he wouldn't drink another brand or anything, like not even another version. Like if he drank, drank Budweiser, that's all he drank. Or if he drank, uh, you know, he didn't drink Bud Light or Bud Ice or whatever else. And if, or if he drank, uh, um, ice, you know, Sam down. Adams. He, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, now I'm dating myself. Uh, <laughs> now you're dating uh, yourself. You know, and, uh, or, 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 or whatever. Like... If he, if he, if, <laughs> yeah, if you like, if you like Heineken, he drank he drank he drank Heineken. Or if you like Sam Adams, he drank. And now, and now today, I mean, if you look at beer advocates, top ten craft beers like from 2002. I mean, it's like Guinness. It's like it's like it's like beers that like would not be considered a craft beer even to, to today. And then you have Treehouse now. That literally just churns out different stuff. I mean, they do some repeats, obviously, but like there's different things you can get every time you show up at that brewery. 
Um, and, and that's driven really by consumers. Consumers are kind of, you know, they want to try everything, you know, but they, they, they don't really stick to the same thing over and over again very much uh, like they used to. So there's kind of this, uh, you know, drive from, I would say, less the manufacturers, that, but from the consumer that want to have a different experience every time um, they, they go into the cigar shop. And, and so we, we try to take that into consideration. Um, we're also much bigger. Like I always use a good example, like Viaje. Viaje, we, we do a lot of uh, uh, cigars for, for those guys. Uh, Andre's awesome. And, uh, and he, he, but he's a one-man show. It's basically, well, not one-man show, but it's him. He's got a couple guys in the office. He doesn't have a factory. He doesn't have farms and things like that. So he's able to, to uh, effectively uh, and quite successfully uh, like have something that comes out once a year and then have come out with the next thing that comes out once a year and the next thing that comes out once a year. It would be very difficult for us to, to do something like that, even if we want, if we, even if we wanted to. Um, but you, you do want to, you know, continue to engage customers. And so like with Supreme where it's the same blend, but it's a different size or, or rare. Yeah. Uh, it's only in select uh, stores, uh, you know, partners and things like that. And so you, you try to take that into consideration because it's a reality, you know, if, if, the, if, the, if the customer is not excited um, when, to go buy uh, an Aganorsa or whatever brand it is, um, you know, you're going to have a problem. I always say the only metric of success is passion for the product. I mean, again, look at soccer. I mean, uh, you know, soccer releases something and like people like, you know, they have riots. So, you know, to beat each other up to go to go get it. <laughs> Now, it's, there's there's a there's a value to that, you know. So you have to balance kind of like the the logistics of a good product, and you and, and certainly for us, we we need to have brands that are core line and that people go in and 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 smoke on a consistent basis. And we, and we do, I think, great version. I mean, our anniversario series you just rated the Connecticut. I mean, that's super successful for us. That's available produced on a consistent basis, um, and is is not uh is not you know limited. Um, so we, we, we want to have that product and there's lots of guys out there that they don't want to smoke something different every time, but, but, uh, definitely, uh, if, to drive, drive people to the brand, you get a lot of people. If you have something that's, that's different or hard to get or, or unusual in some way. And Supreme Leaf was a great example of that I can't tell you when I talk to people like, Hey, what was the first Aganorsi you have? Even though that was a limited run, a lot of people will tell me, Oh, it was the Supreme Leaf. I tried that. And then I tr started trying your other product. So it's hard. And you're trying to balance those two things. Now, you know, that's um, one of the things. Oh, go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Say, Kevin. I want to look something up. That's one of the things, you know, that that I wanted to lead into, Terrence, that kind of, you know, led me to Aganorsa Leaf is your involvement with the consumer base. You know, there really aren't many people out there like you that are, I mean, like you're a you're a road warrior for sure. You know, the Aganorsa experience that you have for the consumers to come out and you, you know, experience the, the leaves that go into the blend and just your direct involvement with the consumers. You know, you're, I mean, big personality. You, you now have Fabian. So, I mean, you guys combined are probably literally like the biggest personalities in the industry. And it, it, it makes it for a fun experience. I mean, people, if you show that you care about the consumer, which you guys do, they're going to be willing to try your product and probably try your product more and more. And there's going to be a loyalty aspect there as well. I mean, the fact that it's amazing tobacco definitely helps, but your involvement is key. I think. Thank you. I'll, I'll make sure Eduardo, you know, I'm going to record this section for, for Eduardo to hear. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> thank you. Number one. I, I, and again, it takes, everybody to do this and Fabian obviously coming on board now, that's a huge help. And we have lots of people um, involved that do a great job, our reps. And, and, and uh, that's really important. Like you said, you know, I can't be everywhere, you know, even as much as I travel and having uh, our, our sale, uh, you know, going in and working. I, I, I again, I always feel that like you want to hit all levels that you can. And so certainly uh, th there's a level where there's a segment of the market that wants to kind of you know make those uh, uh, acquaintances with you and, and and meet you and get to learn from you or 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 or, or just talk cigars or whatever it is and uh, we, we really try to you know provide content and good value and, and all that whether it be kind of funny or silly or be really genuine quality information mm -hmm. or or the best case a combination of those things um, but you also at the end of the day you want a, like I'll I'll be most you know, I feel successful when, 
when I start, when I can very consistently run into people that smoke Aganarsa that have no idea who I am. Oh, uh, no, I don't know. I just like the brand. You know, that's really, that's really when you really have, uh, have, uh, you know, success is that they just, they don't know who you are. They don't really know anything about you. They just know that they like the cigars and you've penetrated enough. And that's, and that's from also reaching other people where, you know, maybe I, I didn't reach that guy, but I reached uh, two guys before him who, uh, you know, I've developed, uh, you know, uh, you know, through, through social media or whatever, a friendship with, and that guy goes into his shop all the time and he, and he talks about Aganorsa and how much he loves it. And then two other guys that don't care about social media and, have, and don't go online and just like smoking cigars through him, they came into contact with Aganorsa and now they're just smoking it because they love it and they were introduced to it. So you, you really want to have both, you know, you know, I always, I'm always super humbled when somebody says, Oh, you know, we really appreciate like, your efforts out there because you know there's a lot of, i can tell you there's a lot of effort that goes into all this stuff um and then on the other side also you you want to get to a point where it's not like you know dependent on me having to necessarily uh go in and do an event or meet everybody for it to be successful in the store or or or, or the brand be successful overall so um you know it's if you can have both those things that's really i think where it's where it's key yeah i mean <clears throat> You guys have uh, definitely stayed busy the last few years with your rebranding. You brought, you know, like I said, you brought up some new cigars this year. We talked about that. You brought Fabian on board too, which I, you know, I see you guys together a lot now, and you guys look like you have a hell of a time together. Um, I, uh, I, I don't follow along too much. I don't know if he's part of the uh, Pro Gabe Kapler Club, um, but you know, any any time we can, you know, recruit someone to that gang is is it's you know we need strength in numbers, you know. Um, so <laughs> Terrence, has, Terrence has a lot of influence, so you know he, he's got to be right. Good old Gabe Kapler, what a guy. <sighs> you know, I rely on Terrence Riley because Terrence is look, he's out there, he's running Agnor Salif, he, he you know he's keeping the ship going, and, and he does a great job, and. And that's why he's here tonight. We're talking about the company and the product, and that's all fun and good because it is, and it's very important. But on on, a, on another note, you know, Terrence's existence is like, you know, Terrence, you're. I said to you before the show, you asked me like, "Oh, can you see me?" Do I look at it? I go, "You're Terrence Riley. You look, you look dynamite." And you know, don't worry about it. It's going to be great. But yeah. yeah, you're Terrence Riley. You are like this centrifugal person within the industry that you know. You, you keep it all going. You keep the social oh, what, what, aspect going. This is going. great. Keep. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm come on the show more often. Oh, well, I'm building yeah, towards yeah. something. I'm <laughs> building towards something. <laughs> I, I'm building towards something. You know, you, you know, you, you, you're not afraid to stick it to the man. You know, and that's that's what I'm getting at. You, you're not afraid to stick it to the man. Whether it's Gabe Kapler or it's a, a cheesesteak, you know, um, you live true, man. You don't let you don't let the man get you down. You know. <laughs> I, I, I do my best. I do my best not to let you know. I, they try, but uh, I I try to you know keep my head in the water. Why why is there why is there a group of people that picks on you so much? I don't understand this. You know what what did you ever do to anybody? Yeah, I mean I think yeah, I think it's all <laughs> mostly most I or at least I'd like to believe in good fun. You know I I know, I, I know I bring some of it. I bring some of it upon myself, of course. You know the the cheesesteak pick. Let's be honest, it, it wasn't it wasn't the best. Uh, um, and, yeah, you, you fucked know, that one. Up. I, there's, there's, an there's, there's an argument that Gabe Kapler isn't a great manager. I don't know if I subscribe to it, but there's an argument there that he's not he's not a genius. He's um, all right, but uh, you know it, it's all part of the fun. Again, well, guys, we're we're not we're not say, you know operating on brains or anything like that. You know, we're 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 just out, out, trying to create a little bit of joy in people's lives. And if they smoke a cigar and, and they, you know, enjoy it a little bit more, or they, uh, you know, they, they, we get a laugh out of them or something like that. Honestly, that's that's we only get one shot at this, guys, as far as we know. So, you know, if you can make it pe people's day a little bit brighter, um, you know, that's that's kind of the the idea is that you, you just bring you just bring some, you know, uh, a smile. Well, the fun you thing guys, I'm thinking on Terrence is he pokes back, you know, and keeps it keeps it fun and keeps it engaging, other than just he does. You know, I give I give as good as I take. Yeah. I can't, you know, if, you, if you're going to dish it out, you got to I mean, take it. So, it's, uh, amen to that, and that's what makes it fun. And then you get, and then that, and then that brings me to my next point, which is you know when it comes to the airport selfie contest, which 
I gotta, you know, it's 2024, so I, I have to address this situation. Uh, and you know, Ter Terrence is here, so this who, is who won? No winner has been selected yet. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. It, you know, it, it was a very disappointing year because not everyone is as good as you and Joe Grow and Fred Rui and the the few others that actually played along. Um, I, I not as many people played along as I thought. And I'm very disappointed by that. And then there was a lot of people who tried to play along, but they didn't follow the rules. And I don't know, Terrence, are you just one of, like, the only people that knows how to read? I mean, I don't know. People just, they don't follow the rules. I, I So I, 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 I did definitely did some. I know, I think Coop sucked the life out of me on the contest that, like, it was it was hard for me to, like, really fully, Coop. you know, plus, plus, you know, like kind of needling him like I it was most of the fun quite frankly so with you you're, you're you know you're a very nice guy and and uh oh, you know got, got a lot going I, I I wouldn't really enjoy like giving you a hard time the way that I truly savor uh you know harassing uh, you know why because I don't get upset the way so, that Coop does <laughs> huh yeah okay let's talk about William Coop oh, let's, I mean thing. let's talk about Gabe Kapler oh, oh okay Terrence Riley you think you know about baseball let me uh let's let's talk about this like, all right Coop it's Gabe Kapler he's not you know he's not a Nazi he's not that bad let's relax he's just a baseball <laughs> manager you know <laughs> he didn't hurt anybody <laughs> um but yeah no I mean it's it, 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 I, I had to go pick this up. oh look at that Terrence, you're familiar with Ooh, look at that, aren't you? Well, I got I got a participation trophy. Yeah, <laughs> like, just just like uh, just an honorable like, mention. Uh, yeah, we all won. Everybody won. Everybody won. Everybody won. Is that kind of like is that kind of like Randy's participation trophy for the dojo? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's uh, it's it's sad, you know. And Coop's Coop Coop's not Coop's not a spring chicken. <laughs> Coop's not a millennial, so he he should know better than giving these, you know. Uh, these participation trophies. Well, you know, so, you know, no, a winner has not been selected yet, Terrence. But what I will tell you, now this isn't an indication of anything either. Don't, you know, I don't want anyone to like try to read into this and be like, oh, well, Terrence is going to win. Uh, Terrence is a strong forefront runner because, you know, he had some entries. He did it the Terrence Farley way, which is good in my book. Um, I know some other publications that used to run this contest used to say things like, you know, Terrence Riley has lost his uh, creativity with this project. And, you know, I think that Terrence Riley is the kind of guy who less is more and simplistic is complicated and complex. And, you know, he brings a certain zip to it. And he, he's a for, he's a he's a front runner right now. So. Uh, we are finalizing Cigar of the Year. Gr 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 Joe Groh's got like iambic pentameter or something like that. He's got like some poems out there. He grows the, I have to give Joe Groh. He's done some impressive ones. <laughs> Joe Groh is like right up next to you in terms of your competition with this contest. I mean, he doesn't fuck around. I mean, you're right. He's he's he be honest. To Fred's right in there too. He, he, he's, and Fred. He's putting. He's putting He's putting more effort into it than I am, Joe is. So he's putting a lot more effort into it. But I would say he's he's come up with some very some very good ones. I have to tell you. And then you got Fred, who's a little bit like you. He's he's on the simplistic side, and where less is more. And sometimes you got to give it to him. You know, it doesn't have to be overthought. It's just kind of like I'm no. in the airport. And I think the best one you ever did. I think you did it with when Coop was doing it. Was the one with. The one you, I think, yeah, I think it was because I think I remember Coop getting all upset about it. Um, <laughs> it just makes me laugh. You, you were on the plane and you took the picture of like the USB port on the seat or whatever, and you had yeah, the whole yeah, rant yeah, about yeah. it. And Coop got like all upset, like fucking Terrence <laughs> Riley, like no one wants to see that. And it's like leave the guy alone. He did something different than everybody else. On the on the trip on the triple on the triple seven. <laughs> triple seven it's not easy to find that port i'm just telling you like on the, in the in the first class seats and you can't find that port easily so you, you, i was trying to help people out um you know and and provide some you know didactic value to uh to the contest but he just did you know he didn't want to didn't want to you know play ball with me it's very sad unfortunately he just uh he couldn't appreciate um, you know, the value I was providing to his contest. He just never, he just never, uh, was able to come around, unfortunately. 
I know so it, 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 it is sad. Not only was it entertaining, it was educational. So, I mean, it's like a win-win for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, Terrence, I, you're I'm like, with you. I you're like a world traveling. Like, um, what do they call those people that just post things on um, Instagram all the time? Uh, influencers. Um, you're like a you're like a traveling influencer. I mean, you 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 travel the world, kind of. Um, you know, or at least you you you. I, yeah, it fro it it froze for a second. I'm sorry. You said what, what do you call those who? Oh, I say yeah. What do you call those people that just post stuff on Instagram all the time? In influencers. Um, they uh, you're like a you're like a you're like a world traveler influencer. You know what I mean? You educate people on yeah. how to charge your phone in first class. Um, yeah. what's going on in the airport? You know, tips and tricks. Yeah. I mean, you're you're you know you're not just a cigar salesman. You're you're a life hack, and it, it I'm a, it's I'm a important. giver. I'm a giver. He's a giver. You know, Fred, Fred hurts himself because all of Fred's posts are funny. So, <laughs> so like the ones for you are funny too, but like it doesn't stand out from anything else he's doing because everything he posts is, is pretty funny. So that's the only thing that hurts him is that I would post some more boring other posts than it would accentuate how funny they are when he partakes in the contest. That's my advice to Fred. Yeah. Fred, um, Fred's good. I don't know if Fred will win, but with a little bit of uh, tweaking, I think Fred can be a serious uh, threat. But I don't know if we're going to run the contest again. I, Terrence, I think you're uh, you're the one that called it, and I think I didn't want I didn't want to agree with you, but sometimes you got to agree with the wise man. And I don't know if we're going to keep doing this. I was disappointed by how it ran this year. We didn't get the um, the the out the turnout that I was hoping that we would get for this and considering the the prize that was offered um I you know was like oh like you know people are gonna want no people didn't really go for it. even Coop who was like I'm done with this was like hey um even I like am like hey you should do this you know contest and I I broke I broke I broke him on the contest I'm gonna be honest with you I, I broke him I I think my my continual demands to win it uh, was too much. Was too much stress for him, and, and oh, yeah, uh, you were re you were relentless. <laughs> and, I, and then I, you I sabotaged think, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that kind of killed it. I, honestly, you're number one. You did give a good prize and not a real prize, not a participation trophy, and uh, and your enthusiasm to continue it. I tried to keep keep it going, but but I, I again. I, in a way he broke me with his negativity yeah he did and you know i i love him to death you know he's you know a very important person in my life but you know i i gotta give him shit for this i think he ruined this and he'll be like oh other people ruined it for me and no you you and your negativity i was trying to promote it and he's like oh and i'm like Coop, come on man don't bring people down I'm trying to build people up anyway i don't yeah. know we're, we're gonna pick Let's somebody turn to negative town yeah, let's not do that. We're going to pick a winner, and then, you know, we'll decide if we want to do another run. So I guess we should be really, really uh, pick someone good because they might be the only winner that ever wins this one with us. So I don't know, Terrence. you got a good shot so far, but you're right. Joe Grow is uh, he's coming out of nowhere, and uh, he's coming for it. So yeah. those are the two to watch, yeah, you and Joe Grow. Um, when, when is it over? When does it end? When, 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 when are you going to draw the winner? It could be the deciding factor. <sighs> I mean, I would. I was gonna say it ended at the end of 2023 because it's from okay. Last so year. it's over. Okay, yeah. It's over. Um, so we're working on all of our awards and all of that stuff for the end of January. But um, you know, so we we have to sit down and go through it and decide. You know, who really had the pizzazz this year, and why, and and make a decision. And and we will. Um, but uh, more on that later. You know, we'll we'll have updates for our cigar of the year and award stuff pretty soon. We're we're just we're almost wrapped up with with most of it. So, um, but you know, Terrence, we we talked about the Supreme Leaf. We kind of casually mentioned TPE, um, and you may have mentioned this. I'm I'm sorry. There's there's been a lot of things going back and forth tonight. Is that the only thing that you guys are bringing to TPE? I know it's a smaller show. I I, I assume so. Uh, that's probably the only thing we'll see from you guys at TPE. What would be the only thing at TP? The Supreme Leaf. No, so Supreme Leaf has kind of evolved out of being it, the 
it initially was released to TPE, but it's not what, what's, what happens is basically it's part of our January. Now is the time you can, if you're a retailer, you know, you can join our uh, select program in January. And part of the, uh, in, in part of the, like the benefit of that is you get more Supreme leaf than you would if you don't join. Um, and, and so it, it's no longer part of TPE. We're, we're sold out by the time TPE hits it. TPE sometimes is in February or the very, very, tail end of january so right for, for tpe basically honestly uh, we'll be focusing on uh uh some some other products um i think this year you know and this is just we'll see what happens is that because the two trade shows are so close i think the vast i think a lot of of retailers um your more traditional retailers will probably go to pca and not tp they won't they, most people won't go to both and if they're going to pick they're going to go to pca um, whereas at TP, you're going to still see a lot of like, I think the liquor store chains that have humidors and some, you know, maybe guys that are more local in the area where it's easy to get to, you'll see them, but we're going to focus more on like, uh, the new, new Cuba superior we just came out with, which is, uh, um, you know, uh, I got, you know, it's, it's sweetened on the tip, um, and, and our fresh packs and items that, you know, are more appealing to that kind of of customers. So that will be the focus of TPE really is, is more, um, for on the, on those particular items. And then at PCA, we're going to focus on, you know, you know, uh, some new, we'll have some new stuff for PCA and, and then obviously the more kind of traditional tobacconist items that people are looking for. It's, uh, well, you must've been a reader because I was actually going to ask kind of what your intentions were for that since the shows are very close together this year. Terrence is a smart guy. I think he kind of sniffed that out from the beginning. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm beating did. you to the punch. Yeah. How about that? It's now, almost is, like is you're the earlier, Is the earlier trade show going to have really impact, any any major impact on when new releases land? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to – the problem this year, It's I I, I love the shows in March. I'm, I'm, I really uh, applaud the PCA for, for making that move. I think it's a much better time of year. Um, but it, what it does the first year is it makes the show nine months away instead of a full year away. Um, and so that, that makes it a little tough to, to get through one show, get everything out there. And then you're already got another show right on top of you. So, I mean, we, we should be good to have stuff come out right around the, the show, but it'll probably be a little, you know, slightly after there, which is good because the, the benefit of the show now is that if, if you don't ship in March, you know, you have you ship in April, let's say, or even early May. You've got the whole summer, which is good for the vast majority of the country. Um, you know, go, going into that. Whereas if if you ship, you know, if it's the shows in July and you ship in September, most of the country is going into a slower time of year. You know, it's getting colder. You know, the guys aren't golfing on the course anymore with their cigars. Uh, you know, schools back in, so they, they can't just sit on the back porch and you know, there's got cool sports and things like that. Um, and then obviously just it gets cold, you know, get colder in most of the places in the country and that, you know, makes it more difficult. So um, this way, even if it doesn't come out right away, it's it's OK. Whereas uh, traditionally that's been kind of a, a concern. You're, you're losing the best potential time of year to have your cigars uh, on the shelf. Yeah, that was that was like my my one thought, you know, with moving the trade show up is if you know, being in March if stuff is still not going to land until the end of the year, you know, until September, October, November, the end of the year. So that's really cool to hear that the plan is, is to have it, you know, April, May, June, earlier in the year. So you can enjoy it for the whole summer. That's actually yeah, really that, cool. Yeah, that's definitely the idea that if we're shipping stuff from the March show in October, I'm going to commit seppuku. I mean, that would be terrible. <laughs> well, I think that, you know, there's a, there's a vast majority of retailers, you know, who, you know, they've been pushing for this for a while for that reason. And, you know, one, you know, they don't want to leave their shops in the middle of July. They, they want to have stuff already coming in for July. And so and I know there was a lot of back and forth on the show moving. And I know that, you know, the manufacturers, I know you guys were all asked and you guys had some input on that too. And it, it sounds to me like this is what I think the majority wanted. And, um, and hopefully it goes well. And it, it, it also seems like because it was moved and some changes were made, um, you know, there was some other manufacturers who came back to the show. And I, I think that from my perspective, you know, it, th this might be one of the best. It has the potential to be one of the best trade shows in, in a long time. 
um, just because of some of the other changes that have been made. Now moving the show, it's attracted more people back from multiple fronts. So I think uh, PCA 24 is going to be a, a really big deal this year, and uh, hopefully I'm right about that. And, um, you know, going on to 25, um, you know, keep riding that wave. Although we'll be in New Orleans in 25, so uh, I'm curious to see how that, that pans out. Um, I know there's not. I know there's a lot of people who are not happy about New Orleans, but um, it is what it is. We know we'll we'll, we'll all be there. So, <laughs> I mean, I think. And by the way, Chuck, I will be at TGS twenty twenty four. So I'll see you there. Um, but I think New Orleans. The problem with it was is that when you're from Miami and you go to a place that's too humid for you, that's a serious problem. So like, when, <laughs> like, and New Orleans and. The, you know, in the summer is unbelievably, again, you had the two worst ones. Now, now the difference is with Vegas. I mean, when it's hot in New Orleans, you want to die. You could actually die in Vegas, but in Vegas, you don't have to really go out. You could literally be in the hotel almost the entire time if you wanted to. So you don't really have to deal with the heat to the degree that you, you do in New Orleans. Um, so I think New Orleans in, in April will be really nice. The food is great in New Orleans. And uh, I think that's a, you know, a much more pleasant time of year to be there. Um, so I think it's, I think it's going to go well. And honestly, it's been in Vegas for, I think close to, it'll be, yeah, it'll be 10 years next year that, you know, that would be the first time I'd be out of Vegas in 10 years. So I love, I think Vegas generally speaking is, is, is the place to have shows, uh, you know, based on the viability of the places left that you can have them. But I, it's nice to once in a while to, to have it be someplace else. And, and you'll get some retailers that haven't attended in a while just because it's driving distance. You have, I mean, I'll tell you, the Florida one, that one is Orlando in 2012, that was a great show. I mean, you ha we had a ton of people there, and, and uh, I thought that was a really good show just because so many people can drive there. And then, oh, let's, let's go to Disney afterwards so they could go with the family or whatever. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to New Orleans uh, next year. Yeah, it'll be an interesting trade show for sure. Um, I know that I've never been to New Orleans. Nicole has been to New Orleans, so I know she's um, food-wise. I, I know she's excited to go back there. I want to go to Café du Monde and get and get beignets and coffee and and have that experience because I, I, I'm a, I'm a foodie. If you haven't told, uh, if you I mean, if you haven't been able to tell, it's the place uh, to be, man. I'm telling you, the food there is 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 outstanding. It's just world class food. Yeah, I mean, uh, I like to eat, so if, if anywhere that's got good food, I, that's like my first thing. So I'll definitely be eating a lot there. I can't wait. We're gonna for be that. in good shape down there, that's for sure. I'm gonna put on even more weight. It's gonna be awesome. Um, <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> let's uh, yeah. <laughs> Kevin, let's let's uh, let's do the news really quick before we wrap up the show, um, and uh, we'll, we'll let Terrence get out of here. But our news is once again brought to you. By McAuliffe Cigars. If you head over to smokingtobacco.com today, you can check out our review done by that guy right there. This is the first time I've been able to do that. That guy right there. Uh, rated McAuliffe Black 91 at smokingtobacco.com. McAuliffe Black, it is a blackout. Um, you know, one news thing that we did talk about, obviously, was the new Supreme Leaf with Terrence, who's here with us tonight. So you can go and check that out at smokingtobacco.com and read more information about it and check it out. Um, but another one, I, I, I pulled this one up because, Kevin, I know that this one... Um, is definitely going to be up your alley, um, given who it's with and what they're doing with it. And that is the Alec Bradley and Starlight Bourbon collaborate on another whiskey release pairing. Um, I, I'm pretty sure you, you, you saw this story. Uh, I know you're familiar with some of the other releases that have gone on before. Um, pretty, pretty exciting. This is the third one. Those are fun. Yeah. I know, I know that you've you've partaken in in, in these pairings before. Uh, I know Alec Bradley is uh, is one of your favorites, so um, this is, this is kind of cool to see. I, I like to see um, some different stuff, and I like I like to see more of the pairing stuff. It, it's becoming a little bit more um, mainstream, I guess, so to speak. But now Alec Bradley and Starlight Distillery will kick off 2024. On an indulgent note, today the brands will release their second uncut series collaboration, this time pairing Alec Bradley Gatekeeper with Starlight Single Barrel Bourbon finished in Vino de Naranja casks. This is the third release of STG's uncut series. The whiskey brings to life the experience that Starlight Distillery's Christian Huber, a seventh-generation master distiller, and Alec and Bradley Rubin, legacy cigar makers, had when they developed the pairing. They set out on an exploratory mission, sampling cast drink bourbon straight from the barrels to discover nuanced differences among the barrels. 
Now, I, um, I, I, I'll admit I've been slacking with my bourbon game in the last year or so. Um, and I just I have not been in as tune in tune with it as I used to be. Um, but Kevin, you've had the Starlight Distillery stuff before, haven't you? I know I haven't. I've I've had the Starlight. It's good. I'm really looking forward to trying this one. I know the um, the last one they did with Rebel was was just outstanding. You know, that's one of the things Alec has uh, amazing power when it comes to whiskey. So to see guys that have been really successful in the cigar world to kind of be crossing over and you know bring in the bourbon you know the bourbon world to the cigar market and vice versa bring in the cigar world to the bourbon market i mean that's it's genius you know it's it's a genius thing to do and the product 100%. is good and they pair exceptionally well you know i was able to try the the rebel before i ordered it and the cigar that it is designed to pair with the, the cigar that they picked to go with it is a perfect match. So I expect nothing less with the Starlight, and I'm excited to order it and get it in and try it. I mean, Gatekeeper is one of my favorite Alec Bradley cigars. So if the cigar goes with it, one. it's just going to be a win-win for everybody. Yeah, you know, and it's one of the things. So we we we've as a team, you know, we we get together and we talk about stuff and things we want to do and. Um, you know, we, we, one of the things that came up last year that was, was kicked around a lot was, um, to, to get into more pairing stuff. And I think in 2024, you're going to see us do a lot more with pairings this year. Um, you know, whether we do them with, you know, a brand or whatever, like we, we've done some with like, um, Michael Capolini from Toscano, which have been kind of cool. Um, or if we just kind of do them in house. I think we're definitely going to be getting into that more. And, and now, especially Kevin, now with you being on the show, I, I know Mitchell's into it too, but um, I know you and I just have talked a lot about different pairings over the years. And I'm excited to, to bring kind of some of those conversations and those pairings that we've discovered or we've talked about on the show and kind of, you know, do them together for, for other people to, to, to learn from and, and, and see and participate. So um, I think that might, might be one of the, the newer, stronger themes of the show this year is, is doing a lot more pairings, and uh, I'm excited for that. So this is one of those things that comes at a great time. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll probably try to, 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 to take this and, and implement this on one of the shows somewhere and uh, you know see what happens. Really exciting stuff. So I also, you know what, Kevin, we should do? We should get that, uh, that new soda. Remember, the, I don't know if you saw that story, the, the soda that was made for pairing with cigars. That story came out a couple weeks ago, but uh, we should definitely uh, we should definitely get that on that. And do, yeah, we should do that on a show soon. I, I think that would be really fun. Well, there's a lot would... of cigar smokers out there that don't drink alcohol, so that's a great true a great thing to have pair. You know, there's a couple. Uh, um, like Barb really likes spice chai tea. And spice chai tea goes with a lot of cigars. It overrun a lot of cigars, but it also pairs well with a lot of cigars too. So that would be another one to bring into the fold to show how it pairs. Yeah, not everyone's an alcohol drinker, and and then there's a lot of reasons for that sometimes, and I respect that. So yeah, it's nice to kind of have uh, some some non-alcoholic pairings too. It those are very important to have, and um, we should definitely yeah we we should get on that. I think that's going to be something that we uh, we work on for this year. Um, but that's our news once again brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars featuring the McAuliffe Black. Terrence, you've been a trooper tonight. I appreciate you hanging in there with us. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you being here. It's always great to see your amazing face um, and hear your oh, awesome dude. stories. You know, what can I say? This guy, you know, he's one of the best. Um, the only thing I wish is that John Carney was here with you because when you guys get together, it's, it's, it's an even better time. So, uh, um, he's a great man. I, I saw him a couple weeks ago. I saw him, uh, he was, he was in Miami and, uh, it's always good. God, I've known him forever. So it's always nice to, you know, to get to, to get together when we get the chance to catch up and, you know, uh, he's, he's a busy man. I'm a busy man and he's got, you know, uh, a family now. And so it's, it's hard to get together like the way you used to but it's always fun to see him he's a good guy yeah yeah i miss him i miss him very much he texted me the other day and pretty much confessed his 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 love for me once again and and not that it ever <laughs> left but just like hey i didn't forget about you i miss you it was just a reminder just a reminder he wanted me to know he was thinking about me and i was like i felt really good 
Um, we, so. all, we all love you. Yeah. <laughs> so I miss I John as much as Terrence, but we love you. Yeah, no, I, I, I know, and, and you know, I, I, he used to be part of this show, so I, I, uh, it's not the same without him. But um, hey, time goes on. But Terrence, thank you for being here on the show with us tonight. It's always great to catch up with you. Always great to check in and see you um, at the trade show and whatnot too. So we'll be seeing you in person pretty, pretty soon. You'll, you'll be seeing Kevin first. You'll see me at PCA. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll get together then and uh, have a cigar. But other than that, thanks for being here tonight and. Uh, you know, just keep being you. That's all I have to say. Keep being you. Oh, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for everyone that tuned in. And and uh, it's always a pleasure, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Uh, thank you for listening with us. Thank you for watching the show. Happy New Year to everyone out there. It's our first show of 24. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe. Head over to YouTube, all the podcast apps, wherever you get our podcast. Like and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you're getting on this so you can stay up to date. And don't forget to go to SmokingTobacco.com for more news, reviews, and other updates from the cigar industry. We'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. Have a great night. Thank you for spending your time with us at Smoking Tobacco. Please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content. And as always, visit SmokingTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.